Hi, listener. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Join me each week to escape and be refreshed with stories of people who dared not to settle for the American dream. Go beyond just getting enough in life and live into a place where big dreams actually do come true. In each episode, you'll discover why internal success is better than external success. Be prepared to redefine what your best looks like in your life and free yourself from the guilt of wanting more. Hey friends, so it is the holiday season. Some people love it, some people dread it. I am a huge lover of Christmas. Fun fact about me, it's always been my favorite time of year. I just love the decorations and shockingly, my house looks like Christmas threw up in it. I mean, I had a Christmas themed engagement shower. So I have Christmas every nook and in every nook and cranny of my home and I love it. Um, but one thing that I don't love is the fact that it does tend to interrupt the flow of my life and my business. It tends to make this time of year a little bit more stressful trying to achieve some of the goals that you set for this year, for 2019. There are things that you still want to accomplish. And so we're going to dig in to exactly how to make that happen. I want you to leave this episode with a roadmap of exactly how you're going to achieve the goals that you have set for 2019 by the end of the year. But before we dive into that episode, I was just thinking about all of the things that I still want to do with my kids and frankly, selfishly for myself to get to experience all the fun things during the holiday season. And in order to not get stressed about that, I have learned a simple trick that I had to share with you listeners. And that trick is that I write down the list of everything that I want to do, you know, from building a gingerbread house to, you know, going to look at all of the Christmas lights in the neighborhood. And I write them down and I pick two or three of them that I really want to do this year. And I schedule them in my calendar. I put them in there like a doctor's appointment and I schedule that time off. And I do that with everything that we have going on for the holidays. So I go ahead and mark up my entire calendar at the beginning of the month, especially in holiday months, you know, the days off that I'm taking off when I'm traveling. So I realistically have an approach to the month that is not going to make me feel like I'm constantly behind and catching up. I know what days I'm working. I know what days I will not take appointments, not take clients. And I stick to that very carefully. I set those boundaries and I don't waver on them. And that is so that I get to feel really present throughout the month so that I get to enjoy the moments. And I know that I've already made time for them. I don't have to worry about whether or not we're going to get to that activity because the time will not make itself. You have to make the time. So if you go ahead and put that in your calendar and you refuse to budge on it, you will get to experience that special moment. And I know for some people they say it should organically happen, but 
I would ask you how often that has actually organically happened. Um, So setting aside the time on a Tuesday evening and making sure that you let people know that you are not going to that additional networking event on that Tuesday is just fine. It's just fine to say no to that one time so that you can create the memories that you always want to create. Because let me tell you, in the long run, those are the things that you're going to reflect back on the most. So make the time during this time of year and create it in your own calendar. No one's going to do that for you. So I hope that you will do that. I can't wait to hear from some of you what you made time for this holiday season. Um, So share that with me. Reach out anytime. All of my contact information is in the link in my bio on Instagram and in the show notes as well. And then don't forget that the book launch is coming up January 7th. I'm so excited. It's been years in the making. So get ready to come to that. All of the cities are listed on my website for the upcoming tour dates as well as on hittingrockmiddle.com. So check those out and get your tickets to come see me in person. I cannot wait. All right, now let's dig into the meat of this episode where I'm going to help you achieve your goals by the end of this year. Let's get started making your business even better. I know. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. We are nearly at the end of 2019. Where has the year gone? I'm sure that you are saying to yourself the same things that I have been saying to myself for the last couple of weeks, which is, wait, I had so many plans for 2019. How in the world am I going to get on track now? Well, I've got you covered. I am going to share my five top tips for getting your year back on track and accomplishing what you want by the end of 2019. So get ready. Step one, get out a piece of paper right now. I want you to write down the top 10 goals that you want to accomplish by the end of the year. Now, I know that we only have a month left, and that seems kind of crazy to be able to set any goals right now, but bear with me. Walk through this entire process. Don't worry. You're not going to accomplish all 10. Spoiler alert. But I want you to walk through this entire exercise this way with me because writing out 10 of them is something that is a a, a really cathartic type exercise because you get to write out everything you've been thinking about. It's not going to be rattling in your brain anymore. You're not going to have that, you know, idea pop up while you're in traffic or carpool line and be like, oh, I didn't do that. The reason why you're going to write out all 10 is that I want you to be able to make a conscious decision about what you are going to accomplish by the end of the year and what you're choosing not to so that you aren't having this type of regret or that you're not beating yourself up by the end of the year and saying, well, I didn't do that. Well, it wasn't that you simply didn't do it. It's that you made a conscious choice not to to do it. That is a big difference in your thought process. So we're going to do that. So start by taking out that pen and paper and write down the top 10 goals that you want to accomplish. Now, I want you to dream big and allow yourself to believe that anything is possible because it is. 
right? One thing that always trapped me before was this idea that things needed to take a certain amount of time, right? It had to all be building blocks and things like that. And yes, while I do agree that realistically, most of the time you're building on the success that you've had before and the knowledge that you've gained. So those are building blocks. However, it doesn't have to take a certain amount of time, right? Things can happen in an instant, right? Your dreams can be changed or accomplished in the matter of a day, but you're never going to have that dream happen unless it's been something that you've asked for, that you've set your intention behind, that you believe can occur. So it really does all start with that foundation of belief. So please, when you're writing these down, allow yourself to believe that anything is possible and that these goals, whether they're life goals, marriage goals, you know, any of them, incorporate them all into this one list my philosophy has always been that they're all integrated anyway. So why not have them all in one place? I mean, let's be honest, especially during the holiday season, you know, it's all one, right? You're, you're moving quickly from things that are relative to your children, to your business, back to your life and to your friends. So have all of these goals in one place list. So it should be very easy for you to come up with 10 things that you want to accomplish. And remember, they don't have to be creating the Taj Mahal. It can be having one memorable experience with my two kids around the dinner table. It can be having one home-cooked meal. That might be one of mine because it doesn't happen a lot, especially not during the holidays because I'm so busy. So It could be having one excellent home-cooked meal a week that happens, right? They don't have to be monumental goals, but they can be simply things that are going to make you feel good and accomplished by the end of this year or the end of this month, however you look at it, and you can look back and reflect and say, okay, I did that. I feel great. This was very helpful. So once you write out those 10 goals, the second step is that I want you to select three of them. Yes, just three. Three of them that you are dedicated to making happen by the end of this year. Yes, you can possibly get more done. I understand that. But these are the ones that you're going to prioritize above anything else. These are the ones that come hell or high water, you're going to make happen. So how do you choose? They could be the ones that scare you a little bit. They could be the goals that make you nervous enough to make the hairs on the back of your head stand up or the ones that make your voice crack when you have to say them out loud. But they could also be the ones that create joy for you. They can be the ones that are things that you've just really always wanted to have happen this time of year, right? But I want them to be ones that will make you jump out of bed in the morning because you know that you're doing something that you love and something that potentially is, if it's about your business, that's moving you towards your real purpose. See, the author Sean Anker always says that happiness is the joy we feel striving after our greatest potential. So when you do things right now that are on this list, that you feel are making you better, you are inevitably going to be happier. So 
make sure that those three things are things that you feel are really taking you towards that greatest potential that you have to be the greatest person you are or the greatest mom that you want to be or the greatest wife you want to be, whatever it is, those things are the things that will spur the greatest happiness in you. Please, whatever you do, if you are choosing one of the goals, they should absolutely not have the word should in front of them. This is what I should do. This is what I should choose. I'm on a personal mission to remove that word from our vocabulary because we all have independent thought and choice. It's, you know, our God-given gift. So use it. You don't have to choose anything These are all the things that you want. So try not to do just simply choose something that would be an item on your to-do list either. Because, you know, picking up the dry cleaning, (laughs) while that can sometimes for me feel like a monumental thing because it sits there for so long, I am not going to get true joy and happiness from that because it's not taking me closer to my potential, right? It's not, it's just an item on my to-do list. So that's not what I'm talking about. That's not a goal. That's a to-do list item. Those can still exist, but these goals are the things that you're going to lead your day with. They're the things that you're going to prioritize. And that's why we're only selecting three of them and we're not choosing all 10, is that we can only make a few things our priority over the course of the next month. So be very selective about which ones you're choosing. Okay, now step three, now we wanna turn these three into SMART goals. Now, during the new year, I'm gonna get really specific on goal setting, so I'm not gonna go into as much detail right now, but I want you to know that SMART goals means that they are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. So obviously SMART is an acronym for all of that. And the main thing that you are doing is that you're making sure that these goals are things that you can do by the end of December. So look at them, be realistic, make sure that these are things that can create the success and the type of feeling and the type of joy that you want to have. Because if they are not realistic at all, then you are setting yourself up for disappointment. And too often we do that and, you know, we create our own disappointment by setting expectations that are completely unrealistic. And I would absolutely hate for you to experience any of that during this happy and joyous time of year. So make sure that these things are falling under a SMART goal, and if they are not, then pick something different. Try something else. There is plenty of time beginning in January for you to set a different goal with me when I can walk you through something that you can achieve over the course of the entire year rather than something you want to achieve over the course of a month. All right, so make sure that you have walked through the process of making them SMART goals. Obviously, they're going to be time-based because you're achieving them during this month. Um, 
And then when you're always doing this SMART goal exercise, if you want to apply it to other things, you can see that it really forces you to understand if these are the right goals, right? If, if these are the right three for you to prioritize, which is really half the battle in making sure that you're spending time on actions that will lead you to the results that you value most. So picking the right thing to spend your time on is is really often half the battle, right? Instead of being reactive, this is a way of shifting your entire day to being proactive. So I'm going to blow some minds here, but instead of beginning your day by opening your email and responding to the fires that everyone else wants you to pay attention to, or looking at the to-do list that you made you know, the previous day, I want you to begin instead of checking those simple things off like the dry cleaner, I want you to start with these three goals. No matter what, you are going to be moving forward something that is of value to you and to you only. And so it doesn't matter what other people are asking you to do. This is your first priority. I understand a lot of you are like, but my business is different. I have to respond to my clients. Well, you know what? If your uh, customer needs you beginning at 9 a.m. and you need to be you know, ready responding then, then get up an hour earlier and start this process so that you can prioritize yourself and your time and your goals from 8 to 9. So, Yes, there may be a little bit of sacrifice that's involved in that, but it's worth it because that effort a little bit ahead of time and putting yourself first is going to create the joy. That joy and happiness will fuel the work that you do for the rest of your clients for the rest of the day. So it is absolutely worth it. And I find if you take these goals and you attempt to do them at the end of the day, magically the time no longer exists or you are exhausted and depleted. And that's not the time to put yourself quote unquote first. Okay, guys, I know many of you are small business owners and you probably are struggling with the same thing that I struggled with when I started my business, a payment processing system that does the work for you. You want an easy solution, something you can plug and play. And believe me, I have tried them all and I have found one that I love. So of course, I had to share it with you, the listener. It's called Moon Clark. It is amazing. All you have to do is create a form or a payment plan for your client once. And if you're setting them up on a recurring payment system, not only does it email them before the payment is charged, but it thanks them afterwards all automatically for you. It is a total no-brainer if you have any recurring charges for your customers. Or if you're just setting up a one-time payment, you can use the same link every single time. And that has saved me countless hours. Rather than other systems where I had to customize a link every time and I was charging the same amount, it just created so much more administrative work. And Moonclerk eliminates all of that for you. 
So if you want to simplify your business, try out Moonclerk. Trust me. You know how you're listening to this podcast on your phone right now? Well, click on the description and the link is right there. It's so simple. Or you can always head to my Instagram and click the link in my profile. Either way, I know you're going to love Moonclerk. And I can't wait to hear how much time it saves you. Okay, so step four is really about integrating these three goals as a significant priority in your calendar right this minute. So I want you to go through and redo your calendar from this point forward so that you lead each day with an action that moves you closer to one of these three goals. So not only are we going to lead the day, but now we need to decide, okay, well, which days are we going to work on which goal? And I particularly find it just me, but I also find a lot of women that I work with find it very difficult to attempt to shift back and forth between, say, three goals in one day. So my advice would be to pick one of these goals that you're going to move forward and concentrate on that one on one day, and then the next day can be a different goal and the third day a different goal. Don't try to switch hats between all three of them throughout one day because we know that, just as I said in the batch working episode, that switching between different priorities, you tend to lose anywhere between 15 and 20 minutes as you shift gears to different things. So not only are you losing time, you're losing effectiveness, um, but it'll likely not make these goals very achievable. So... You're going to redo the calendar and you're going to put your time, just like a doctor's appointment, into the calendar for these three goals for the remainder of the month. So if your goal is to produce more artwork to generate more revenue, you're going to start the day painting rather than, as I said, responding to emails. And what I would do is be very specific. How long are you going to paint? What is the time frame? So is it from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m.? And so that you need to let your staff know that you are not going to be available to them until 10 a.m. So there are things that have to be communicated and adjusted in order to make these a priority. And I want you to go ahead and do that hard work now of communicating that versus having people who are inadvertently coming to you and trying to pull you off task simply because they don't know that your calendar is now shifted and that you're attempting to move towards these goals in the morning time. Whereas previously you were responding to emails and previously you were dealing with them in the morning. So you have to allow them the chance to adjust with you as well. And the best way to do that is to have these firmly set on your calendar and then communicating that this is the way that you're going to try to operate at least over the course of the next month in order to move towards these goals. Not to mention, this allows you to ensure that you reach the high priority activities rather than believing you'll get to them, quote unquote, once you're done with the other items on your to-do list. Because guess what? That just never happens. So we tend to never get to our high priority goals. Re-engineering your day this way will ensure you get to your goals and likely even a lot faster than you anticipate. Because 
I always think of every day as a pie, right? You have a certain amount of energy. And when you have sliced that pie up and given it to all sorts of different things like emails and worrying and your kids and, you know, uh, dealing with a client emergency, there is not much of the pie left for you to prioritize your goals and then communicate them and then put them in your calendar and then begin to work them, right? See, we never anticipate that there are a lot more steps that go into actually getting to sit down and work on that particular goal, right? It does take you mapping out all of this other stuff so that you know that when you have those two hours, you sit down and you actually do the work. You know, it's the same with me even podcasting. I have to know, oh, well, this is what I'm going to talk about on the podcast. I can't just sit down in front of a mic, contrary to popular belief, and spout things out. We come up with a plan and we write out the episode and exactly what's going to be shared. And so the same goes for the type of you know, effort that you want to put behind your goals. So you want to have time for planning out these goals for the week, and then you want to have time for execution of the goals for the week. So make sure that you put that in your calendar, you re-engineer your day in this way, and I promise you it makes them so much more achievable. Okay, now the last step, step five, is share your three high-priority goals with others. Yes, I know. This is the part where you're looking at me and probably even rolling your eyes right now because you're like, I just don't want to do that, and it sounds scary, and I get that. You're scared of putting yourself out there to others because then it provokes all of those questions like, well, what if I don't make it happen? But Ask yourself, though, if you're more likely to make it happen if no one knows about those goals or if everyone knows you're reaching for those goals. Which one makes you more likely to follow through on this five-step plan? If everyone knows about them, right? You're more likely to grow and strive for those goals if others know about them and are asking about your progress, right? You don't have to tell the world on social media if you don't want to. Just share it with those that you love so that you can get the support that you will undoubtedly need to continue to push past your comfort zone and follow this path, right? This is the way of anticipating the tough times and creating the support system to push through them and to get through them. You're creating the success mechanisms for yourself. Create that community now And when you feel the desire to slink back into your comfort zone, back into the box that we tend to create for ourselves, you'll have people right by your side to pull you right back out of it. We all need that. So it is so important for you to share that. And you will get the support and you will be far more likely to reach these goals. So now you all have to do is go for it. One of my favorite poems is by Mary Oliver, and in it she asks, what are you going to do with your one wild and precious life? I remember that our time on this earth is finite, and I'm constantly challenging myself to do more because I remember I only get one shot at this thing, so I might as well make it one hell of a shot. I think you should too. So feel free to share your three top high priority goals with me too. 
I really want to hear them. I want to cheer you on. I want you to reach towards a spectacular life that I know you're capable of living because anything is possible. So dream big, go for it. Make this a December to remember and enjoy the time because this whole process will make the time that much more enjoyable. Trust me, you know that I wouldn't encourage you to do it if I didn't think it was something for your benefit. So I can't wait to hear how these five steps work in your favor and help you reach the goals that you have for yourself. Thanks so much for listening to the Hitting Rock Middle podcast. I'm your host, Sally Holder. Remember that you can always find out more about me by visiting sallyholder.com. That's S-A-L-L-I-E-H-O-L-D-E-R.com. And if you want to stay in touch or get more free tips from me, make sure to join my free weekly newsletter that's filled with tips to help you achieve your greatest potential. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or anywhere where you're currently listening. And leave us a review. It really is a small thing to do that goes a long way to helping others find our show too. We'll be back next week with another empowering story of dreaming beyond the American dream. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.